Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast today. I'm Susan Bauer, your host, and I am very excited about the topic we're covering today. We're going to dig into something that people ask a lot of questions about. And later in our broadcast, Amy Cadora is going to join us. But the science behind our product and mission is something that I know you love to have more information about. Uh, we want this to be a duplicatable business, right? So you certainly don't at your parties want people to feel like you have to have a science background to really understand why our products are so unique in supporting our mission and supporting the environment. But my guest today is actually a leader who has that experience. She actually was an environmental engineer and she now is a leader with Norwex and comes from Canada for our podcast today. So Carla McQuarrie, welcome, are you there? I'm here, thanks very much, I'm glad to be here. So Carla, um, one of the things that you know I mentioned is you were an environmental engineer and, um, and then you decided to be a Norwex consultant. And I know you balanced both of those uh, for a while, but your son uh, asked you a question that made you have to think about, well, why do I want to do this? Do you want to tell that story? I love that story. Yeah, absolutely, Susan. So, and, and interestingly enough, I think that one thing with anybody that has a science background or engineering or medicine, whatever the background, you actually don't ever have to give that up. So I'm still an environmental engineer and I will be till, till forever. So um, basically when I started to get more actively involved in my Norwex business and was having more and more parties every night, um, I remember I was at making supper as I was going out the door one night and my son said to me, you know, mom, really, are you really going to stop doing your environmental engineering to sell cleaning products? And that was a really pivotal moment for me because I realized that I hadn't done a, a good enough job thus far in explaining to him what I was doing. And so the work I was doing as an environmental engineer was very at the end of life. So that was remediating con contaminated sites where basically all the damage had already been done. And so I explained to him that the work I'm doing now is still equally important in terms of environmental sustainability because I'm working at the grassroots to stop those problems from, cause, from, from happening. So it's about educating people one at a time so that we can all collectively have a bigger impact. And that was a really big moment for me because I realized I needed to be able to explain that I wasn't giving up my environmental engineering. I was just tweaking it and kind of applying it in a different way and being able to apply it in my business with, my, with Norwex. I love that. And I love that the, the way you positioned it to him, you know, that uh, coming in at the end, cleaning things up versus now you're at the beginning of it, really trying to make a difference. That's uh, right. It's all about the, us, the work we're doing is all about prevention and yeah. trying to stop those disasters from happening. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. So the next question, how do you feel from your perspective, our products support our mission and the environment in general? That's a great question, and, and it's something I'm certainly very passionate about, and I think that that comes out in my parties because all of us do have 
um, a different trigger or a different motivation with our Norwex businesses and, and environmental sustainability is certainly very high on my list. Um, one thing I will talk about is even talking about the entire life cycle. So when you start um, reducing the amount of chemicals that you're using, it's not only the fact that you're reducing the chemicals that you're using in your home and having a, an immediate effect, a very acute effect in your own home and the health of your home, but you're also stopping the production of chemicals that no longer need to be produced. They don't need to be bottled, so you're reducing plastics. They, they, they don't need to be put into trucks and boxes, and so you're reducing greenhouse gases there. And so it's really not just one particular, um, it's not just one thing that you can say you're doing to help with the environment. It's really a cumulative effect of a whole bunch of different things along the entire life cycle of the production of a cleaning chemical. So when you, by making a choice to stop buying those chemicals, you're impacting plastic reduction, greenhouse gases, um, and also just the, um, a change in the industry for people to say, you know, we want to do better and to start see a shift or a movement that, that really supports the mission that we have with Norwex. And we really are seeing that change in the industry. I think it's, it's so exciting to be a part of that. And so one of the things that I think today, consumers are so much more savvy than they ever were. But so are manufacturers, right? Absolutely, and, yeah. And so um, we know that there's often labels that can be a little bit misleading. You know, and I, I think one example you had given to me was greenwashing. So what is that and why is it important for us to know? So unfortunately, one of the challenges that we have is that there's very little legislation in North America that controls labeling of cleaning products. And because of that, manufacturers are able to do what is called greenwashing. So that means where they are going to add some element that we associate with with being green, and I'm using air quotes, <laughs> meaning it's an environmentally friendly or some kind of a sustainable product. And they will put that kind of logo or something to do with it, it might say contains botanicals or, or free and clear or is organic or contains organic ingredients, but then they don't have to qualify exactly what that means. And so very few in the past, people would just rely on what that label said or what the marketing message was, instead of actually going in to do the research to find out that that product in the green section might not be any better than the product that was just a regular cleaning product. So that's the concept of greenwashing. It's, it's, it's basically extrapolating from brainwashing into, into that um, application of trying to use green type marketing on a product that's really not what we would consider to be green. Yeah, and you know, from a consumer point of view, most consumers, they do rely on those labels. They consider that, you know, that if it says organic, that means that it's good for me. So it is interesting to really um, look at things and, and know what you're looking for and what you're looking at. That's right. Uh, so let's talk about our products because consultants, you know, often ask, I know Amy is going to, uh, knows this, they ask about our ingredients. And it's great because now we have, Nora and they can go in and they can look up a product and look up the ingredients. But a question um, that I'm often asked because I, I think consultants sometimes have trouble explaining, how do enzymes work? Okay, that's a really great question. It's certainly one that we, we will get from a lot of new consultants. And 
I think that it's one that people are sometimes a little bit nervous about approaching at a party because they're afraid that they're going to get called out or, or challenged more and they might not understand the science behind it. And I think the bottom line is that's okay. Um, we are not expected to be scientists, to be a Norwex consultant. And I think, as you mentioned earlier, that's very important for us to be able to communicate to our customers so that we don't alienate somebody that's considering the business and then thinks, well, I'd never be able to answer all those science questions. Right. What's important for a consultant to understand is that the information is there that they can they can follow up on and get the information if they need it. So if they do have that one customer that might be really particular about their questions or really trying to drive in to find out the specifics, you can always, I think a very solid approach is for a consultant to say, I don't know that offhand, but I can get the information for you. And I then I do know that you, that you share at party. You have a fun way of sharing that at parties that that's very relatable. That's right. So what I will use is the example of just considering that um, enzymes are sort of like, uh, like Pac-Man. And they're just going to keep going around that game board, eating up their food, and their food is a substrate. So whatever it is that this particular enzyme is targeting, that's their food. And this Pac-Man is just going to keep going around, eating up their food until, um, and, and when they do that, they're just producing carbon dioxide and water. That is the, the byproducts of that. So if I find that this makes it very relatable to people and they can understand, um, kind of visualize how it's working. You know, contrary to popular belief, enzymes are not actually alive. They are, they are produced by living organisms, but they are actually proteins that help break down um, whatever is the target substrate. And as you know, we have a, a whole line of enzyme type products. So each type of enzyme is different and it's going to, it's going to trigger or catalyze, we call it, only one type of reaction for each particular um, substrate. So they're very specific, and as you know, that's why we have different conditions. So, for example, our oven and grill cleaner, it requires the conditions of being warm. So each, each enzyme is going to operate a little bit differently, and that's why we want to follow the instructions on the bottles. Yep, and, and again, I think that for newer consultants, if you're tuning in, uh, a wonderful, wonderful resource is Nora. If you have questions... Um, Nora has all of the ingredients and, and lists things. Um, and there's also other resources on our consultant office, Carla. And I know you've, you had mentioned to me a couple that you really think are excellent in terms of getting more information on our products. Do you want to talk about where, where you think uh, new consultants yeah. can, can go to? For sure. I mean, we have tons of resources and that's one of the amazing things with Norwex. So not only do you have Nora to help you navigate that to find those resources, but just even specifically on the resources section of the back office, if you go into product, that's where you're going to find individual product information sheets that contain a lot of information. And those are going to be the first point place that I will point somebody to if they have a specific question. Um, they're fantastic for even explaining things to customers. But also, if you do want to dig in a little bit more to some of the testing and the science is the actual product information you can go and look up the microfiber testing lab results and I love that Norwex posts that for us those are the independent lab test results that allow us to make the claims that we do about our products and so from if you do have a, a somebody that's interested in joining your team or a scientist on your team it's nice that not everybody's going to want to look at that or even know what they mean but it's nice that they're there for those people that want to be the more discerning consultant to to look into that absolutely and again for newer consultants you receive the product information sheets um, that 
in your kit for the products that um, that are specific to the kit. I think that um, the top 10 products maybe. But right. we have product information sheets on every product in the catalog. So those are great, especially if you are somebody that really likes to even have it in your back pocket. You can print those off. You can take them with you to parties. I know a lot of consultants, that's one thing they do. It's just an information resource. Or, and again, there's, there's Nora. You can look up at any time the questions that you have. And all the information on the product um, sheets are in Nora as well. That's right. And you can actually download it as a PDF as well and have that if you have a smartphone, you can have it loaded up on your phone so that you could easily pull it up instead of having to lug around, you know, your product information sheets for all products. You could even have that on your phone and available to you. That's a great idea. Great idea. Um, the other source that we have are the solution cards and we created purple cards specific, which we call chemicals of concern cards. Um, and one of the things that we did is we included the source of that fact right on the card so that you would know if somebody says, well, how do you know that you have the source to go by? And Carla, I know that that's something that you've appreciated and, and actually, uh, I think, use quite a bit. That's right. I, I love those cards. I think that they are well worded to really pull out of your audience the people that are concerned about the environment because of, to be realistic, not that's not going to be the top priority for everybody in the room. But when you can target in on that person that does have those interests and to be able to have the sources right there that you can, you can easily re, um, reference where you're getting the information from. And not only that, you can then turn around and, and if you are curious or want to know more, you can use those resources the source information to go find out a little bit more about the about the subject and those outside resources I mean there's just a, a lot of them one that you had mentioned to me was voice of the women what um, is that's that's a resource that you think is very valuable in terms of getting more information if, the, if you're interested that's that's right. I like I really like that uh, document. I think that it's important for people to make sure when you start getting into subjects like science that you do have to be careful when you just Google information because you might come up with a blog or some kind of a of some information that might not be credible. So when you're talking about science, there is a very um, it's important to make sure that your source is reliable and that it's been documented or it's been well researched. And so it's important to make sure you, you are careful, carefully consider where you're getting your information from. So I know that um, one place that I love to, to follow along with, of course, is the blog with our um, Norwex blog. And that Amy's always putting amazing information up there. And another fantastic resource is coming to National Conference or Leadership Conference because Amy always does a great science talk at, at those conferences. Absolutely. The, uh, the chemicals of concern and, and the information she shares, I hear over and over that, that that in and of itself is one of the great things about being at conference and, that's one, and you won't get it anywhere else. So that's a really great point. Uh, you also use uh, an app. You mentioned that you found uh, an app that has been very relevant in terms of um, looking up chemicals in products. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that? And I think you have a fun story as well. Yeah, I do. So I would, this app is called Think Dirty. So T-H-I-N-K, Dirty. And 
it is excellent in terms of when you start having the conversation about greenwashing and becoming a more educated or informed consumer, it's a great app that you can point people to. It has, it's not a Norwex app. It's something independently run. And what I love about it is that you can look up all types of different products, different shampoos, different um, health, um, healthcare products, and it's going to break it down and give it a rating over a number of different criteria, but then it also lists the individual ingredients and then you can click on those to go get more information about what the particular concern is with that ingredient, but also what the source of the information is. So it's very um, well-founded and an excellent resource. So I love pointing people to that and then getting them to just do some fun, um, even when they're out grocery shopping, just tech checking different products to see what, um, exactly what free and clear might mean or what it might not mean. And I know that I had a really um, big reaction from people. I, I posted a um, very common baby shampoo and I think people were very shocked to see the rating of that product. And I think that it's because we, we just assume that there's products that have been around for so long and that have been in part of our culture for so long that you just assume that they would be safe or they're a baby product, so they must be safe. So this was a really good example of, of somebody needing to say, you need to do your own homework and make sure that you're, well, you're researching um, exactly what is in the products that you're using. Well, uh, another, another database that I always like to point people to, especially consultants, is called the Environmental Working Group ewg.org and they have a number of different guides including a cleaning guide that i find to be a very helpful resource that's great and with the thing with the app that you had mentioned you said that you had uh you were traveling so if you think about this happens to us a lot i don't know about anybody else out there you're on a trip and you forget something so you run to a store and you're you know just picking up a brand that you may not know and then just being able to look up the ingredients is, is just awesome. absolutely that's right so i i ended up on a trip and forgotten my own shampoo so i headed to the department store and went to the section of the quote unquote green type shampoos and every single one of them that i picked up had a very very poor rating and it was just sort of reinforcing to me the whole concept of the greenwashing that that all of these products were being marketed as containing natural ingredients which may very well be true that they might contain an ingredient but it doesn't preclude them from also containing a lot of other ingredients that that we want to avoid absolutely um wow well that's a wealth of resources and i and if you're listening you might be thinking well well that's good well that's good and again just want to step back and say you know as a consultant you want to be duplicatable so you don't have to feel that oh, I have to go out and do all of this research on this. But, um, but being educated and having an understanding of, um, of products and how they, um, how they affect the environment and, and basically also how our products can support what we stand for is, um, is something that I, a lot of consultants just like to know where can I turn to to find that information? So hopefully you've gotten a lot of ideas here for that. And now I'm gonna see Amy Kadora. Have you joined us? Yes, I'm on. And Amy, do you have anything to add? I really wanted to dig into mm -hmm. our new Research and Manufacturing Institute, but in listening to what Carla shared, uh, do you have any other suggestions for our listeners? 
You know, I, I, I love what Carla was sharing. Um, I think it really certainly resonated with me, this idea of, you know, the, the full life cycle of products and looking at that. And I'll, I'll, I'll hit on that a little bit when we're talking about the new Research and Manufacturing Institute, but also the greenwashing, Carla. I, I really agree. You know, we're, we're, so, um, we're so rushed and, and live in a world where we're just quickly looking at what's on the shelf and assuming that what we see, if they say it's, it's uh, green or it's organic, that it that means it's okay. So I, I love what you're talking about. I think it's a great topic, maybe for for some more blogs and, and even some more podcasts, just to continue to help educate people. So appreciate that. Absolutely. So Amy, I know something that you are super excited about <laughs> is our Research and Manufacturing Institute. And if everybody's um, listening who's coming to conference, you are going to be in for such a treat. But Amy, do you want to talk about? Uh, the Institute and how it's really going to make a difference in developing our mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, th this institute is the really the culmination of a dream for the last, you know, more than 20 years, really. Um, certainly with Debbie and Bjorn and now uh, expanding to, to us. Um, and, and just thrilled about what we've seen even in the last few weeks. I know, Susan, you've probably seen this um, when you were last here. We are making progress every day. And it just gives, it gives me little goosebumps every time I walk in and see this dream of, of owning our own production come to life. Not unlike what we do in China now, where we own our own factory and can really um, control what happens with our products. And that's the first, um, you know, the first topic I thought I would hit on with this new factory, that it gives us a level of control over our products that we've not had before. And as a product developer, this is really exciting because uh, even as you heard, Carla, you, you talking about the full life cycle of products and being able to analyze them, that's what this factory allows us to do and will allow us to do going forward. We can really be actively involved and own where our raw materials are being sourced from, who are our partners with those raw materials. Um, you know, do we, do we like their practices? Are they sustainable enough? Even creating a criteria for those raw material suppliers uh, to be even considered uh, as one of our partners in the development of our products. Then of course, you know, bringing those raw materials in and formulating them, we actually now have that control over production and quality. Quality is so important to us on the development team, and now we can truly own it. We can set our own standards. We can create new standards, new levels, uh, new high levels of what we want those standards to be for our products. And then, of course, how we're making it and looking at that full life cycle all the way through to what is the packaging what is, what's the material that we're using in our packaging? How can we make that even more sustainable packaging so that at the end of that product's life cycle, we can make sure that we have something that's sustainable, that's recyclable, uh, that's even compostable in some cases. So that level of control is something we are so excited about. And Amy, when I was there, um, you're, you're going to be amazed when you see mm -hmm. the Institute. It's just uh, I mean, I think all of us, we just walked around, you know, with our jaws dropped and, and listening to the scientists and the researchers. And one of the things that struck me is when we went into where they have the water um, that goes into our ingredients, they said that water is filtered in a way that it's, 
it's safer and purer than any bottled water that you're going to find. And I was like, wow. Well, you're exactly right. Not only the water going into our products, but we have the water being cleaner when it leaves our factory as well. So we will be making sure that what we're putting back into the environment after we produce our products is even better than what we received. That's amazing. And like you said, it's just having that control mm -hmm. over really the whole uh, production, the life cycle, the criteria, and the quality. You know? Exactly. Exactly. That's amazing. So um, what else, Amy? Yeah, you, you know, you, you touched on something that I wanted to share as well, you know, talking about our own team uh, of, of research and development scientists. We are beyond excited to, to have this new group on board. Um, I personally, you know, interviewed each of these people that's on the team, um, in particular our chemists. We looked long and hard for the right team that not only had the technical skills to do what we want, and, and, and those technical skills are important because working in this area of green chemistry does take um, a specific skill set. You know, you're, it's very easy, quite frankly, to formulate with what we, you know, traditional, conventional uh, chemicals. But when I really limit what they can do in the lab in terms of chemicals, you know, you can't use this, you can't use this, you can't use this. It, it's really, it can be challenging. And so finding um, a group that could work within those parameters and not only work within it, we're actually really excited about it. These guys support our mission. They are 100% behind it. So we, we have this um, you, you know, exciting and unique group that not only has the, the skills, they also have the same passion that we have and that every one of our consultants has to create the, um, uh, the most environmentally sensitive products that we can create that deliver on that product promise. First and foremost, these products are safe. They're safe for you. They're also safe for the environment. They are, of course, effective. They're going to work every time because it doesn't matter if I create with the team a really green, if you will, product. If it doesn't work, they're only going to buy it one time. So we, we constantly keep efficacy uh, in front of us. We're doing third-party testing. You know, Carla, to your point about greenwashing, we're doing third-party testing to confirm uh, not only performance of our products, how well they're working, but also, for example, biodegradability. Are they biodegradable? How biodegradable are they? Do they biodegrade in 10 days? Do they biodegrade in 30 days? So having all that information is going to be just, you know, again, credibility and, and uh, with your customers that we're following up on those claims, and they can trust us with those claims. So um, an amazing team that's, that's working on us, uh, working with us, and also, you know, I wrote this down, answering questions quickly that your customers might have about our products. Um, I want us to be able to uh, not only have, have worked on these products from the beginning and, and know the questions that are going to be asked, but be able to sit down with that team quickly when we're getting questions that maybe, uh, you know, you have scientists uh, on your teams that, that they're asking so that we can get those out to you um, in a really timely manner. So excited about that too. This team is, is amazing and uh, I've never worked with a better team and excited to kind of sit down with them every day and, and work on these new products. Well, and Amy, for me, I think, uh, you know, we talk a lot about our, our culture as a company and, mm -hmm. and our mission and how it supports our, our core values. And you feel that in the home office. I've always, always felt that being there. Um, but the minute that you step into the Institute, it's 
that translates there as well. So it really, Absolutely. It really is just a very unique, um, unique opportunity, I think. It is, and, and they are, you know, every day when I go in there, they are so excited to sit down and talk about what they're working on. Um, the collaboration between the product development and product marketing teams is fantastic. And that's um, just like out in, 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 on each of our, our consultants' teams, it's that collaboration and teamwork that's creating something that's pretty amazing. So, so really excited about that. Um, an, another thing, Susan, if I, if I could just keep rambling on and on, uh, <laughs> is innovation. This, is, uh, this new facility is going to allow us to innovate in ways that we haven't been able to do before. We have, over the last, certainly since I've been here since 2012, we've really been educating our suppliers on the idea of green chemistry, um, how we can better formulate without using harmful chemicals, and the having our own factory means we don't have to continue educating others. We can we can take that experience, that technical know-how, and create innovative products that no one else has. So that's going to allow us to lead the way now um, in a way that we haven't necessarily been able to do before with products that are exclusive to us, which is very important, and also innovative, showing others that you can do it. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of the word no, um, and, and, and I would much rather uh, hear about the creative ways we can get around some of the challenges we may have in, in our um, in our R&D team, this team is doing it, and we're going to be able to innovate in new and unique ways that I think is going to lead the industry. So I'm really excited about that as well. Uh, and I think that you really nailed it, Amy, in terms of the soundbite that I would probably use at a party is because we have our own factory, um, we're able to create innovative products that no one else has. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a claim that you know not very many people can make in terms of their products because that's just not the reality of um of most of the things people sell i think it's right. really exciting i i totally agree and and you said something that's right on most of these companies that are manufacturing these products don't necessarily own their own factory so they're relying on others where we get to own it we get to control it and we get to innovate absolutely so with that, I think, um, Carla, did you have anything you wanted to add? I know you've been listening to, to Amy. Yeah. No, I think I really enjoy always listening to Amy. So that was great to hear the update, Amy. Absolutely. And, and I want to say that, um, Carla, I know that you'll be at the Canadian conference. And one of the things that we are doing is we have a live tour if, if you're going to the U.S. conference. But if you're going to the Canadian conference, you will get a virtual tour of the Institute as well. So, um, and all of the great information. Mm -hmm. And I think hearing from the researchers and from the chemists and, you know, kind of that firsthand what, um, what this is all about. So I want to thank both of you for being with me today. This has been amazing. It's a lot of great, great information. I'm sure everybody listening feels the same way. I always like to end the podcast with um, some kind of an action step. So if you're listening in, think about the resources that Carla shared. Are there any that, um, that you aren't taking advantage of, especially the ones that Norwex provides? And 
I, I love the idea of just downloading the product information sheets and having them on your phone. So if you haven't done that, I would say that would be um, something that I would absolutely do. And then share some of the great information that you learned on our podcast today. This is um, April and we are celebrating Earth Month. Um, I think we have a theme of Party for the Planet. So uh, for all of you out there, I hope you are having a wonderful month and um, go out there and, and share our products and mission. And we so appreciate you and appreciate you for being with us. So until next time. <laughs>